Is the GameStop affair a collective action revolting against major hedge funds, or is it just another form of speculation by amateur investors also aiming to become rich? In the course of one week, GameStop's stock value had catapulted to an impressive 1,600% rise from its previous value. This situation had Wall Street trembling and had hedge funds and individual investors at attention. As GameStop's stock value continues to fluctuate towards a lower price, its initial steep climb up raises questions on stock market behaviour, the actions of hedge fund investors and the trading technique of short selling. HEC Paris Professor of Finance Johan Ombert explains the mechanics behind the GameStop affair. The story has often been presented as amateur traders taking a revenge on Wall Street hedge funds. And this view has some superficial element of truth, but I believe it's fundamentally misleading. Let's start with the part where the amateur traders take revenge on hedge funds. Some background. GameStop is a brick and mortar video game retailer which hedge funds deemed was overvalued. So a number of hedge funds started to short sell GameStop. To short sell a stock, hedge funds borrow the stock, sell it in the market, and they expect to buy it back later at a lower price and therefore to make a profit. Now come the amateur traders on Robinhood. Robinhood is an online trading app, and amateur traders on Robinhood coordinated an attack on the short sellers, on the hedge funds. The amateur traders bought massively GameStop to push up the price. That generated losses for short sellers, and that led short sellers to close their position, which means buying the stock. And by buying, the short sellers, first they lost money, and second, they further increased the price, contributing to increasing their own losses. So on this part, it is true that amateur traders played a clever trick to the short sellers. The trick is what we call a short squeeze. It is also true that a few amateur traders, those who started the short squeeze by buying when the price was low and sold when the price was high, those people, they made money. But there are also many individual traders who lost money. In particular, those who bought when the price was already very high, thinking that they could make quick and easy money at the expense of hedge funds. But when the price eventually crashed, because every bubble eventually crashes, those people who bought at the peak, they lost a lot of money. So what's the lesson from this story? I believe the main lesson is that it's naive to believe that amateur traders can beat hedge funds at their own game. Hedge funds have a lot of resources and brain power. They have better access to information than retail traders. Retail traders really stand no chance. My colleague at HGC Paris, finance professor Jean-Noël Barraud, he studied the performance of individual traders in France. And what he shows is striking. He shows that individual traders, they lose money on average. He also shows that more experienced traders perform a little bit better, but even they lose money. It's just that they lose less money than the less experienced traders. In fact, the very business model of trading apps like Robinhood relies on the fact that amateur traders lose money in the stock market. Robinhood does not charge any fee to its customers. It makes money by selling to hedge funds the right to trade with its customer. This practice is called payment for order flow. And the fact that payment for order flow is a profitable business is very telling. Why are hedge funds willing to pay to be allowed to trade with individual traders? The answer is obvious. It's because individual traders always lose at the expense of hedge funds. Now, don't get me wrong. Investing in the stock market is a good idea for long-term investment. 
For instance, it's a good idea to invest a fraction of retirement savings in the stock market. And it's good practice to buy a diversified portfolio, such as low-cost ETFs. But day trading and stock picking is a money-losing activity. Unless you think you can outsmart other traders. But then you have to keep in mind two things. First, not everyone is smarter than average. And second, even fewer people are smarter than hedge funds when it comes to trading.